0: All right, welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 634 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all Platforms and before we really get started here today, I want to tell you what today's episode is about and also give you a uh, recommendation. So basically, what we're going to be doing in today's episode is we're going to do a mock draft. There are a couple of different websites you can use where you can basically just play general manager for whatever team that you want to be the general manager for in the draft and make their picks accordingly. And then the websites basically just simulate the rest of the draft and you pick players whenever it's your turn to draft. And so naturally, we're gonna. Uh, basically take on the role, or I'm going to take on the role of Ranger GM here and just make all the draft picks as the Rangers currently are scheduled to pick. You never know. There could be some trades before uh, the draft happens. As things stand right now, the Rangers have four picks. So that's what we're going to do today. We're basically just going to, uh, you know, go ahead and go through the draft and see what I can come up with as far as uh, players that the Rangers might be interested in. And the reason that I also have to, uh, the the recommendation that I want to throw out there is to watch this episode on YouTube because you're going to see why in just a second here, anybody watching on YouTube probably knows what I'm talking about. I've basically just uh, made the screen of myself very small. I'm in the bottom left corner there. And on the um, the rest of the page, what you're seeing is a giant draft board. And this is the website that I was talking about. Basically it's going to allow us to once again, just play the role of Ranger general manager and, uh, just go through the draft here together and see what players that we can come up with. And, uh, as far as the settings are concerned, I'm going to actually move the, the computer draft time to 10 seconds. That'll let let us kind of uh, you know see what the other teams are doing and talk about that. Uh, there's a way to basically just simulate to your pick, but I figure for the first 10 picks or so, we'll kind of just see what this simulation determines as far as what players are going where. It's funny because... You know, obviously, you know the top ten or so picks in the draft. I have a good feel for you know who they are and what they bring to the table, uh, as far as you know what teams might be interested in them and what their most positive attributes are. After that, though, I feel like the players that I know the best in this draft are the ones that are scheduled to go sometime around, like late in the second round or early to mid third round, because of course the Rangers they don't pick until the second round, the third to last pick in the second round to be exact. And so naturally, those are the players that I've kind of zeroed in on. I have some players that. Are some of my favorites as far as you know who I might look to pick in uh, all the different rounds here the second fourth fifth and sixth round for the Rangers to be exact and uh, we'll definitely do that before we get into the draft though I want to share a little bit of my strategy here like a lot of you guys I definitely feel that the Rangers weakness the area that they need to address through this draft is going to be center. When you consider the fact that Andrew Copp and Ryan Strome at this point both seem fairly likely to leave an unrestricted free agency, and when you consider the fact that there's not a whole lot after Mika Zibanejad, you know, I realize Hedel is still there, but, I mean, he's on the trade block every other day, it seems like. That's been going on for a couple of years now. It's possible that Hedel ends up centering the Rangers' second line next season and does a tremendous job with it. I mean, we'll see what happens. He obviously played very, very well in the playoffs. I think you also, though, if you're a Ranger fan, you have to also take into consideration the fact that that could have been one of those fleeting Filipino hot streaks that we've seen over the past couple of seasons. I hope it's not. I hope I'm wrong about that. But it's something that I think at least has to enter your mind if you're the Ranger GM or even just a fan of this team. Because we've seen Filipino do this. He gets hot for like five games, ten games, starts becoming just a point machine, and then he disappears just as quickly. And like I said, I hope that's not the case with Filipino this time around. Uh, the other thing I want to point out here, you know, we'll turn our attention over to the draft board here and uh basically what this does you know i have the rangers selected here and it lays out all of the team needs and the top 10 team needs to be exact you know for this team and for the rangers uh the number 1 need is a playmaking center and the number 2 need is a goal scoring center which Sounds about right. I mean, to me, you just need a uh, a center who's a good player, frankly, and somebody that can run out this lineup. Getting back to Hedl for just a quick second. Honestly, even if he does kind of, uh, you know, turn it around and does continue to perform at the level that we saw him play at in the playoffs, I still think the Rangers could stand to benefit from a center because there's not really a whole lot after that. You even got Barclay Goodrow. He can center the third line in a pinch. I like him a little bit better on the fourth line. And, you know, beyond that, you're looking at prospects or maybe bring back somebody like Kevin Rooney or Gustav Ridal maybe could, uh, you know, be on the fourth line. But the Rangers definitely need a center, so I definitely agree with that. Uh, the number three need, according to this website for the Rangers, is a goal-scoring left winger, which I don't really get that. I mean, you've got Panarin, you've got uh, Lafreniere, and you've got Kreider, so they seem pretty set at left wing to me. Number four need is a goal-scoring right winger. I would agree with that. We've talked about how, you know, if everything goes Goes well for the Rangers that they might be loaded at right wing, but all those right wingers that are currently on the roster do have some question marks to be sure. Uh, The number five need is a power left winger. I mean, I guess uh, the number six need is a two way center. Basically, the Rangers need a center. That's what this website is telling me. And it's something that we're already very well aware of. And then, uh, you know, number seven, power right winger. Number eight is a right defenseman. Number nine is a left defenseman. And number 10 is a big goalie. Not just a goalie, but a big goalie. So uh, we're going to take a look at all this in just a second. We'll uh, simulate the first couple of picks of the draft. And uh, we'll do that, like I said, in just a minute here. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Bill. From the people who invented Healthy and Tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've tr- you've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Buffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat whenever you've got a craving or you just need a snack of some kind. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And we just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Lockdown New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start this draft here as promised and uh, just see what is left with the Rangers. And I'm going to go ahead and make my pick. I will advance this here. We want to be the Rangers, of course. Keep going. There's the draft order. And now we have the uh, Canadians on the clock here. Like I said, we're not going to you know, do this entire thing. I'm, I'm not going to make you guys wait for every single pick, but we'll let it go through its thing here in the first round as the Canadian select Shane Wright. No surprise there. The Devils now on the clock as well. And uh, we'll see who they come up with. They will go with Logan Cooley. Again, no real surprises this early in the draft. It's kind of unfolding the way that I think most people would probably expect. We've got the Coyotes who... This website believes needs a playmaking center. The Coyotes need a lot, and they go with Matthew Savoy. Uh, this is probably also a good time to apologize to anybody who uh, might take issue with the fact that I'm all but certain to mispronounce at least a couple of uh, the players' names. I mean, there's a lot of players in this draft, and uh, obviously I'll do my very best. And for the players at the Rangers draft, once I hear Sam Rosen you know, call them by name, then I'll, I'll know what to go with. Uh, okay, so Joachim Kamel to the uh, Kraken, and then the Flyers take Yuraj Savkovsky, excuse me. Number five, David Yurichek to the uh, Blue Jackets. And then uh, we'll continue to simulate right along here. Danila Yurov to the Senators. And then the Red Wings take Jonathan, oh God, Jonathan Lakaramaki. Uh, at number eight, the Buffalo Sabres at number nine, going to go with Simon Nemich. And then number 10 to the Ducks will be uh, Cutter Gauthier. I'm surprised he fell that far. I've seen him rank quite a bit higher than that in a lot of these mock drafts. But uh, at this point, I figure we'll just simulate the rest of the first round and get to the Ranger pick. I think that's what a lot of people uh, probably are here for anyway. So let's go ahead and do that. And here we are at number uh, 63 for the New York Rangers, their second round pick. And uh, let's see. Okay, so I really like this because the top guy available is Matthew Poitras. And this is somebody that I've really had my eye on. Uh, I talked about him in a recent episode of Locked on New York Rangers. I do want to uh, take a look here and see who else is available. There's one or two people I might be willing to draft in front of him. But uh, if they're not available, the the two players that I'm talking about, by the way, are David Goya and Bryce McConnell Barker. I think I might uh, go for one of them. Uh, in a perfect world here, but uh, I don't believe that they're still available. Doesn't look like it. We're getting towards uh, 100 here, and I'm not seeing those names. So, yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and we're going to select Matthew Poitras uh, Center for the Gulf Storm of the OHL. And like I said, you know, we, we talked a little bit about Poitras in you know, a recent episode of Locked on New York Rangers. But I figure uh, since we just took him in our mock draft here, definitely behooves us to talk about it, uh, talk about him again, excuse me. And uh, let's see, where's Poitras on my list here? Just bear with me for just a second because uh, obviously I've got a lot of notes, a lot of different players that I've kind of been looking at here. Uh, We are pretty close. Let's see, there's Poitras. Okay, so yeah, like I said, center for the OHL's Gulf Storm Uh, I feel like, you know, like I said, we've we've coincidentally been focusing in on quite a few OHL players, uh, but I definitely like Poitras quite a bit. Not the biggest guy in the world, uh, 5'11", 176 pounds. He has a ready shot. Uh, As far as where he's ranked, you know, we we look at these publications and, you know, you've got all your usual suspects like Bob McKenzie, uh, Dauber prospects, elite prospects. He's ranked as high as number 45 by FC Hockey. He is also ranked as low as number 87 by TSN's Craig Button. And so I'm glad that we got him. There was a chance that he was going to be off the board by the time we were picking here for the Rangers. I think he's somebody that uh, they should definitely be looking at if he's still available when they pick in the second round. And he's coming off of a very impressive season in 2021-2022, once again with the OHL's Golf Storm. Uh, it was his first season with the team. He appeared in 68 games, had 21 goals and 29 assists. So 50 points in 68 games. He was also a plus five And then in the playoffs, he had one goal and three assists in five games. And to me, what makes this even more impressive about Poitras and what he was able to do this season, the OHL canceled its season in 2020-2021. That was going to be his first season in the league. He obviously didn't get to play. And now here he is, 18 years old in a league that is for 16 to 21-year-olds as a rookie in that league and did a great job. Once again, 50 points in 68 games. Very, very impressive. I'm really happy that he fell to us here at, uh, you know, the second round pick for the Rangers, number 63. And I do have to also call some attention to a season that he had with the Whitby Wildcats, and it's an under-16 team. Uh, He was the captain of that team. 36 games, 26 goals, and 42 assists. So he had 68 points in 36 games with uh, that team that season. And then also another 12 points in eight playoff games. I realize it's an under-16 team and, you know, anybody that's being looked at is possibly going in the second round of an NHL draft. Very good chance that they absolutely dominated uh, that league that they were in. So, uh, you know, it's maybe to be expected a little bit, but that's still pretty crazy numbers. Uh, he also gets very high marks for his work on the power play. He's a good passer. Uh, the general consensus is that he's somebody that's just simply not going to be outworked, which is always nice to hear. If you're one of those players that just goes out, brings your lunch pail every day, New York Ranger fans are really going to like you. If there's a knock on him, uh, it's that he struggles with consistency, doesn't have the aggression through the middle of the ice. But consistency. Lack of consistency is probably, it comes up pretty often when you're looking at these draft reports, and it probably bothers me less than anything else uh, as far as negatives for whether it's Poitras or anybody else, simply because, you know, that's something that can improve over time. I don't think it's very uncommon for an 18-year-old to, you know, lack consistency at least a little bit. So that doesn't bother me too much. And I figure I'll leave you guys with a couple of uh, scouting reports on Poitras. Poitras, excuse me. Uh, This one comes to us from, let's see, Olivia McCarter of FC Hockey. Poitras is a strong offensive player. He challenged much better when in the offensive zone and presented a good net front presence. He showed better puck handling, control, and showed pretty good vision. Poitras also had much better hustle and was able to set his line mates up really well. I noticed there were often times where he didn't really get in the mix and held back a little. I think based off this view, Poitras could be a late third-round pick. And then we also have uh, Jacob Barker of Dabber Prospects weighing in here. Although the numbers won't wow you, Poitras is a prospect that you do not want to miss. He is incredibly hardworking with a well-rounded skill set that he utilizes effectively in all three zones of the ice. Defensively, his work ethic match with his high-level knowledge of the game allow him to anticipate opponents' decisions and force turnovers. It is somewhat challenging to project if Poitras is going to end up being a star at the next level, but his complete set of tools and work ethic make it easy to see him as a surefire NHLer with lots of two-way upside. So good stuff. Like I said, I think there's a lot to like here, and I am very happy that he fell to us uh, in the second round. We're going to keep this thing rolling in just a second. I'm going to get into who I think the Rangers uh, might want to pick with their fourth round pick. That would be number, ele- or, yeah, number 11 number 11 overall, as anybody watching on YouTube can see right now. And like I said, we're going to get to that in just a second. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why end are often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse just so happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Okay, so we're gonna keep this thing rolling right along here. We are up to number one eleven in uh, in the draft here. And if anybody's thrown off by the fact that I keep looking to this way, anybody watching on YouTube, it's because I have a second screen here uh, with the board that you're seeing the draft board. So I gotta go ahead and find a player that you know I think would be a good fit for the Rangers here. I got a couple of ideas in mind, and I'll I'll know the names when I see them, but this might take a little while here. Just see who we got. It is interesting, you know, just kind of seeing all these different, uh, okay, there we go. There's Tucker Robertson. This is somebody that I definitely want. It, it's interesting seeing all these different uh, rankings. I was looking uh, for this fourth round pick. I definitely wanted a center in the second round. For the fourth round, I was kind of thinking either center or right wing. I know there's people that think you shouldn't uh, necessarily chase certain positions. You should just take the best uh, the best player available, you could go either way on that. I mean, with the Rangers, the way they're set up right now, the left wing, I think they're just so loaded there. There's no reason to take a left wing early in this draft. I didn't even mention Brandon Offman before when I was talking about that, and obviously he had a tremendous season uh, in the uh, the OHL, I believe it was, just just lighting up the score sheet every single night. So the Rangers are absolutely loaded at left wing. Uh, they're loaded at defensemen, and they've got Igor Shostakov in net. So I wouldn't take a goalie early. We might take one late. But for right now, yeah, uh, to me, I'm looking at either a center or a right wing. And Tucker Robertson is somebody that I definitely like. I had him kind of earmarked here. We're going to find the notes that I have on him. This will just take a second here. Tucker Robertson, got to find him on my notes. And uh, yeah, so this was actually, uh, as far as people that I expected to potentially still be around in the fourth round, this guy was at the top of my list. So this draft is actually shaking up pretty nicely for us right now. Uh, He's ranked number 143 overall. Once again, plays for the Peterborough Peets of the OHL. So here we are again picking another player from the OHL. Uh, 5'10", 190 pounds. Once again, a right winger. uh, Has a ready shot. Is 19 years old. Uh, Craig Button had him ranked as high as number 67. And Button obviously knows his stuff. So uh, the fact that we can get him at number 111 here, I definitely like that. Uh, But this kid basically just lit up the OHL this past season. Uh, He played in the OHL, his first season in the OHL, modest production 2019-2020, 55 games, eight goals and 10 assists. Then, of course, last year, the OHL season was canceled. And then in 2021-2022, really uh, kind of a coming out party of of sorts for Robertson, 41 goals and 40 assists for a total of 81 points in 68 games. We are getting somebody. We're in the fourth round here, ladies and gentlemen, and we're about to get somebody who was more than a point-per-game player in the OHL, which is a very competitive league, and uh, he's not even one of the older players in that league. You know, again, it goes up to 21. Um, So again, you know, we've got somebody here who missed an entire season of hockey, obviously came back with a vengeance. And again, I love the fact that we're in the fourth round, and we can get somebody that was more uh, than a point-per-game. So as far as some other, uh, you know, scouting reports and whatnot on, uh, on Robertson here, We've got uh, the hockey writers. They had a list of NHL top 10 second chance draft prospects to watch. These are players that weren't drafted last year, could have been drafted. Um, But of all the players who uh, were draft eligible, who are draft eligible, nobody had more goals in the OHL than Robertson did. He had 41. And... You know, according to this article, there's no way this guy's going to go uh, undrafted this time around. He could have been drafted last time. He was not. But like I said, really came back with a vengeance. You wonder if maybe he's playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, just the fact that he wasn't drafted last year. So, I mean, if that's the case, he can keep that chip on his shoulder for his whole career if the Rangers end up drafting him. Uh, But, you know, again, what I'm gathering... Based on all the scouting reports, guy has a relentless motor, plays every shift like it's his last, a very good penalty killer as well, which is always very valuable. Uh, he also scored six power play goals. So another player, I-, I love players like this, guys that can contribute on both the power play as well as the penalty kill. Uh, players like that certainly do not grow on trees. And so obviously when you find somebody like that, especially once again in the fourth round of the draft here, uh, you-, you definitely want to take the chance on them, I think. Um, some comparisons to Darren Helm, and that, you know, he's not necessarily uh, going to be the most offensively gifted player in the NHL, but somebody that could get about 30 points a season after being a big scorer in junior hockey. And uh seems to me that most of the scouts agree that he's probably a bottom sixer in the NHL at best. But that being said, I mean, again, somebody that could uh, bring a lot of interesting tools to the table for the New York Rangers or really anybody who drafts him. As far as uh, pluses and minuses, uh, he gets a plus for his work ethic, his positioning, his shot selection, and his overall quickness. And then as far as the minuses, doesn't have the upside of some other players in the draft and doesn't have the creativity of some other players in the draft either. But that's okay. I think there's enough to like about him once again for a fourth rounder that it makes sense for us to go ahead and draft him. Uh, Leave you with a couple of scouting reports for him. Robertson is a hardworking player who plays a straight-ahead style of hockey. I should probably tell you who's saying this. It's from Nick Richard of Dauber Prospects, so let's start that one over. Robertson is a hardworking forward who plays a straight-ahead style of hockey. He is a fine skater, but his motor is unrelenting as he pressures opponents and hounds pucks on the forecheck. He has the ability to create turnovers and make opponents pay by quickly turning play up ice to create a chance for himself or a teammate. This is often evident on the penalty kill where Robertson proved to be a consistent scoring threat for the Pete's this season. He doesn't necessarily flash overwhelming skill or creativity as a playmaker, but he can score in a variety of ways due in large part to his quick hands and his ability to execute in tight spaces. And then I figure we'll go ahead, we'll do one more scouting report here uh, as far as Robertson is concerned, then we'll move on to our next pick. Uh, This comes to us from Ken Campbell of The Hockey News. Robertson is turning out to be a first-round talent who will almost certainly get a legitimate crack at making Canada's team for the World Junior Championship. Not only does he lead the Ontario Hockey League in scoring with 15 goals and 34 points in 17 games, which also ties him for first in the Canadian Hockey League, nobody in the OHL has taken... More draws than the 447 Robertson has taken, nor has anyone won more than the 257 he's won. So that is just pure and utter domination on the faceoff circle, the likes of which you just really don't see. Obviously, I think that number will probably come down in the NHL, but obviously, this is somebody who's very, very strong on the faceoff dot. I like hearing that. I'm sure there's a lot of Ranger fans who like hearing that as well. And by the way, that last scouting report that I read came in the middle of the season rather than toward the end. That's why the numbers were a little bit off as far as uh, the numbers that I read earlier. But yeah, I figure we can uh, basically just keep moving right along here. Let's go ahead and come back over to the board here. And we will select uh, Tucker Robertson with the number 111 pick in the draft for the Rangers. So there we go. And uh, we'll just keep things rolling here. And, in fact, we might as well just go ahead and sim to the uh, next pick for the Rangers, and I'll decide who we can pick there. All right, so we're up to number 159 at this point, and this would be, we what round is this now? We are into the fifth round here for the Rangers, and this is going to take me a little bit of time as well. There's a couple of uh, defensemen that I'm looking at, and there's a couple of goalies that I'm looking at. I want to get one of each late in the draft here. I want to look at goalies first. There's a couple of goalies who I think uh, could definitely be, uh, sleepers. Uh, one of them is Jan Spoonar here. Uh, he's projected to go 207 overall. I would really like to uh, add him. I'm debating whether to do it now or to take take that little bit of a chance uh, that we don't pick him now and he's still available later. The other guy I'm looking at, Dominic, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Let's There he is. Okay, so Dominic. Yeah, he's ranked pretty low, uh, lower than he should be, I think. Another OHL player. Uh, Dominic DiVincentes. So I feel good enough Uh, As far as these two goalies, I think at least I want to get at least one of them, and I think at least one of them will still be available in the sixth round. So with that in mind, instead of picking a goalie now, we're gonna go ahead and shift our attention to left defensemen. There's a couple of guys that I like there, and uh, we'll go through the board in just a second. I just gotta get my notes to where they need to be, and uh, we'll we'll take a look at the defensemen that uh, I have ranked here in my notes. There's there's a couple that I think would be a good fit for the Rangers, and a couple that Uh, You know, we're going to go late in the draft, but I think have pretty solid upside overall. And that's all you're really looking for. Once you get to like the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds, this becomes a little bit of a crapshoot, a little bit of a dart throw. And, uh, you know, you just do the best you can. You find something that you like about somebody and you say, okay, that's our guy. Um, Let's see here. We're looking at left defenseman. There's somebody that I'm looking for, Jackson Dorrington, and I don't see him yet. Although he wasn't really ranked that high in a lot of the rankings that I saw. I get the feeling he's probably still available here at some point as we... Go through a million names. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so I'm not seeing Jackson Dorrington. It's possible he was was already taken. Let me see here. All right, so we'll forget about Dorrington. We're going to look for uh, Burnett instead. He might be off the board too. This is kind of surprising me. There were a couple of uh, defensemen that I was definitely looking to nab here, and I don't think either one of them are available. I don't see Burnett, unless they're right defensemen. I have this on left defensemen. I thought they were both... uh, Left defenseman, but we'll continue to just kind of look around here. Yeah, not really seeing them. So I I guess both of those defensemen are off the board. I think I had one more uh, picked here. Let's see. We had uh, Dorrington. We had Burnett and we had Stefan Milosevic. So we're going to look for uh, Stefan Milosevic as well. And not really. Oh, there he is. There we go. There's Stefan Milosevic. Okay, so he's 301 overall. I get the feeling he's definitely going to be there uh, toward the end of this draft, uh, into the sixth round at least. So I think what we're going to do, and this is uh, the challenge of doing this draft live. I can't even imagine what it's like for the real GMs. Uh, I think what we're going to do, assuming that you know Milosevic is somebody that I like here, and I I think he's still going to be around in the uh, in the sixth round. Um, so I think what we're gonna do is go back to our original plan of drafting a goalie now. Make sure we get the goalie that I want, and then I'll save Milosevic uh, for the sixth round because Milosevic is somebody that I definitely like. I'm very surprised, uh, you know, my, my top two defensemen are not here. I'm just making complete and total sure that they are not available because those are the guys that I would want to want to draft overall. Uh, once again, either. Either of the two guys that I mentioned before that, uh, Jackson Dorrington, as well as, let's see, uh, Frederick Burnett. And I'm not seeing either one of them uh, as being available here. So, so yeah, we are going back to goalie after all that. And, again, these are the trials and tribulations that you go through, uh, basically just trying to, you know— do an NHL draft live here and and like I said I I can't even imagine what it's like to be a a real uh, general manager that is for sure but I'm going to go ahead and go with Jan Spoonmar Uh, he he plays for HC Olomouc under 20 uh, the Czechia under 20 team and uh, let's bring him, him back up here in my notes so Spoonmar Six foot three, 185 pounds. He catches lefty, uh, so he's definitely got some size working in his favor. He played for once again the HC Olomouc under-20 team. Uh, 31 games with them, a 2.57 goals against average and a 911 save percentage for a goalie that's going to go in the fifth round and might even be available in the sixth round and is just ranked 207 overall. I mean, this is a good goalie, and you might you know hear the fact that I'm drafting a goalie right now and kind of ask yourself, okay, well, why would you want a goalie when the Rangers have Igor Shesterkin? Valid point. Igor, obviously, best goalie in the world right now and just won the Vesna as well. But when you look at the Rangers' depth chart beyond that, there's not really a whole lot of certainty. Alex Georgiev is all but certain to be traded. Uh, Keith Kincaid could walk as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Tyler Wall, I believe, I want to say he's a restricted free agent. There's not really a lot of certainty behind Igor Shosturkin. I think the Rangers will probably end up trading Georgiev, bring in a veteran goalie at close to the league minimum, you know, maybe about a million dollars per season or whatever it might be. But I'm looking for somebody who, you know, could be kind of a late round steal and I think Spoonar could be that guy. On top of that, you consider all the uh, success that the Rangers have had finding goalies late in drafts and even picking up guys that were undrafted in general. I mean, obviously the uh, quintessential example of that is, uh, you know, Henrik Lundqvist going in the seventh round. That's just ridiculous. We've been over that and over that on this podcast. Just ridiculous that you should be able to get somebody like, uh, like Henrik Lundqvist that late in an NHL draft. So uh, you got him as an example. You got Igor Shesterkin as an example. They took him in the fourth round. Uh, Alex Georgiev was undrafted. They made a really good goalie out of him. Um, Cam Talbot was, I think, either drafted really late or was undrafted altogether. The Rangers have a pretty rich history of uh, doing some good work with some late round goalies or some completely undrafted goalies. I think you got to give Benoit Allaire a ton of credit there as well. But uh, yeah, I-, I think with all that said, Spoon Spoonar excuse me, is uh, somebody that the Rangers should be looking at here. And, you know, again, these are just really solid numbers when you look at what he's done. Uh, Once again, 257 goals against average, 911 save percentage. Uh, This is obviously, you know, very solid and better than you should be able to find uh, in the fifth round here. But as far as some of the things that he brings to the table, known for staying very calm and in control, even when under pressure, uh, seems to have a good head on his shoulders, does very well with the mental side and the mental grind that it takes to be a goalie at really any level of hockey. Uh, as far as his weakness, it's the technical side of the game. Little things like, not even little things. I mean, these are, these are big things, let's be honest here. But things like stealing the post, uh, puck handling, and there's times where he overcommits to shots. You know, he'll 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 anticipate a shot from a certain player and he doesn't see the extra pass coming and he'll overcommit uh, and take himself basically completely out of position. So uh, those are all things I think that can eventually be coached up though, especially when you've got somebody like Benoit Allaire on your staff. And so for all those reasons, yeah, I think Jan Spoonma... I keep mispronouncing it. Jan Spoonar. I keep trying to throw another consonant in there. Jan Spoonar, I think, is a great pick for the Rangers at number five. And again, uh, you know, somebody that I think is better than you should be able to find this late in an NHL draft. Most scouts seem to think that his ceiling is being a solid backup in the NHL, but that's all the Rangers really need right now. If they draft a goalie, they're not looking necessarily for him to become the franchise goalie. Uh, they've got a franchise goalie who's pretty darn good in Igor Shesterkin. So, I'll leave you guys with uh, one scouting report here. This comes to us from Dennis Schellenberg of FC Hockey. Spoonar is a big goaltender that plays a modern game. He has been extremely calm and gave his defensemen security and confidence. Even in high-traffic situations, he remained calm and always seemed to exactly know where the puck was heading next. And so let's go ahead and make it official here. Look back over at our board, and we will take, with the number 159 pick, Jan Spoonar. (laughs) got it right that time, goalie from H.C. Alamuk, under 20. And again, I I apologize for any mispronunciations. I'm I'm doing my best here, and we're doing this show all in one shot here. So uh, please do bear with me. But let's make it official. There's our guy, Jan Spoonar at number 159. And we'll go ahead and simulate to the next New York Ranger pick in just a second here. I got to Get back to uh, my defenseman section because, again, I, I was really surprised that some of those defensemen were already off the board. Uh, I missed a couple of uh, you know my top picks there. Didn't get to get Jackson Dorrington. Didn't get to uh, take Frederick Burnett. Uh, but I do think Stefan Milosevic will be there when the Rainiers pick, and let's find out for sure here. And uh, we'll go to left defenseman because that's what he plays. Yeah, he's uh, he's number 301 overall. I am going to just... Uh, go ahead and talk about, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and look rather to just make sure that none of these guys that I was interested in was there. Yeah, I'm really not seeing them. So that, that really surprises me uh, that they went as early as they did. But I like the fact that, you know, just like the real draft, you can uh, do this simulation here. It allows for a decent amount of, you know, randomness and, you know, unpredictability, just like the real draft. I mean, there's there's players that occasionally that, You know, they'll be picked in the first round. You've barely heard of this guy. So I like that this website does that as well and takes uh, randomness into account as well. So I'm a little disappointed. Other than that, I think we've had a great draft. We, We missed out on a couple of defensemen that I was looking at. But Stefan Milosevic is somebody that, uh, like I said, has is, is kind of caught my eye a little bit. Again, we're getting really late in the draft here. You're basically just throwing a dart. You're keeping your fingers crossed that, you know, it works out. Uh, in general, I was looking for a left-handed defenseman. Not that I wouldn't possibly draft a right-handed defenseman, but uh, the Rangers seem a little bit deeper on the right side than they do on the left side. That's when you take into account their current NHL roster as, and prospects as well uh, that are in the pipeline. So, yeah, with Milosevic, uh, 18 years old, six foot three, two 220 pounds. So that alone, I mean, you've got a monster defenseman here. This guy's really big. And like I said, uh, the lefty shot, everything else being equal, give me a left-handed defenseman right now. He played for Frolunda, HC, J20 uh, this past season, spent 44 games there, had two goals and 16 assists, and was a plus 14 overall. So a very strong season there. Somebody that can add a little bit of offense to his game as well. And again, when you get kind of late in this draft— Uh, You do start to see uh, players that, you know, there's not a whole ton of information about them. But uh, with Milosevic, once again, for somebody projected to go 301 or he's the 301 ranked player in this draft, there's a lot to like, at least for me. Uh, This might be a situation even where the Rangers may be able to trade back a little bit if they indeed like him as much as I do. And we'll see. He was kind of my safety pick as far as the defensemen are concerned. Because like I said, I I did not expect uh, my other two picks to not be there. But uh, we'll go with Milosevic here. Like I said, uh, leave you guys with a couple of scouting reports about Milosevic. This one comes to us from Frederick Hock of FC Hockey. Milosevic is a strong and physical defender with really good reach, and he is a big asset on the penalty kill. With his size and strength, he often makes it difficult to challenge him and succeed, especially around the boards when the play gets more static. He has decent knowledge of where to position himself in his own zone and often plays rather aggressive against the puck carrier. And then this one comes to us from Frederick Hock of FC Hockey. Milosevic is the type of defenseman to use when you want to shut down an opponent's offensive threats effectively. He has a strong frame and great reach, making him tough to face. Milosevic plays physical along the boards, and when he lies close to his opponents in the neutral zone, for example, he often interrupts and wins loose pucks. And so again, sixth round, you know, I think there's a lot to like there, not the least of which is his size and his strength and his uh, willingness to play uh, physical hockey. And again, just the very simple fact that he's a left defenseman as opposed to a right defenseman. So let's go ahead, make it official here with the number 191 overall pick. We will take Stefan Milosevic, uh, left defenseman. And so that's it. I mean, the rain. this thing's going to keep going. It's going to keep simulating the rest of the draft here. But uh, that's it for the Rangers. They only have the four picks overall. Uh, I thank you guys for uh, tuning into this unconventional, kind of unique episode of Locked On New York Rangers. If you didn't get the chance to... I mean, we're at the end of the episode here. I probably should have done another reminder a little bit earlier. Uh, But if you didn't get the chance, I would say watch this on YouTube. Uh, I think this uh, draft board here kind of just enhances the entire episode. And uh, it was obviously a lot of fun doing this. We'll look to do something like this in the future. You know, I'm thinking maybe, uh, you know, we have our Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League. Maybe I'll find a way to stream that live and – do that with you guys, you know, just kind of comment on the draft as it happens. But uh, I'm also not ruling out a second uh, mock draft here for the Rangers, because obviously, you know, I'm recording this Thursday morning. It's pretty early on Thursday morning and uh, the Rangers, the first round is tonight. The rest of the rounds are tomorrow. The Rangers don't pick in the first round. So maybe I'll, I'll look to do another mock draft tomorrow and we'll see what we come up with there and see if we do better or worse uh, than we did here today. Uh, We'll go to the end here. And yeah, there are our picks. I think they list our picks. Uh, Top pick, Matthew Poitras. Yeah, so that'll pretty much do it for today, guys. Uh, once again, thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Locked New York Rangers podcast. If you'd like to give us a follow on Twitter, we would very much appreciate that, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And you could definitely follow me on Twitter as well, at jchick17. And definitely subscribe to the Locked New York Rangers YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to try to look to take advantage of the capabilities of YouTube a little bit more than we have uh, with more episodes just like this. Uh, this is a lot of fun. So once again, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you, next time. And I do have to let you guys know about Locked On NHL here. So once again, thank you as always for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts giving you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Thanks Thanks once again, guys. I'll see you next time.